Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn and Coffee. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me as always, Jay, how are you? Good. How you doing? Colin on the desk. I'm alive and tired today. He's there. Yeah, He's I noticed. Tired. He seemed a little bit more exhausted. We yeah, getting up early for hunting and yeah, all that. Opening day of hunting season here in Midwest Indiana, hence my attire. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's that time of the year. Tis the season, some would say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who would say that? I don't know. I would. I said it this morning. How's it? How's everything going? Good. Good. Uh, Anything new going on in life to share? No. Same old boring me. I got it. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. So, are you the type? Is your household the type that's getting ready for Thanksgiving or are you straight up getting ready for Christmas? No, we are getting ready for Thanksgiving. Okay. Christmas decorations do not go up until that turkey is warm and then cold again. And then rewarmed? Yes. What are your thoughts? Earliest you should go is the day after Thanksgiving with Christmas decorations. Usually it's the week after. So you get through your holiday weekend, then you can start thinking about it. We typically go get a tree. If we get a live tree, otherwise we'll set up the fake one, like the day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving is go time. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, that's same for us too. That's just, it. it I mean, that's how we were raised, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to put up a new a tree in our new house though. Now that we moved, so yeah, that's always fun. For Exciting. Christmas in the new place. You going real tree this year, or I don't know. We haven't decided. Yeah. We'll see after Thanksgiving how we feel about it. But speaking of new, we got some trailers. We do trailers that dropped over the last week, week and a half. Um, a new movie coming out called Devotion, which is a World War Two. Uh, okay. Flying. You know, it's about pilots. That's what I mean oh, by that. Flying. Movie. Yeah. It looks interesting. It looks interesting. Netflix has a lot of new stuff coming out too. Speaking of a World War II pick, they, I think it's a remake of All's Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. They just released, which is a British. Yeah. Uh, a World War. World War One. One. I think it's World War One. I think it's World War One. Yeah, I saw that on there. That's interesting. I, like, I don't know if I've ever actually watched the original one. Really? But. I remember a long yeah. time ago. Long time ago, back when yeah. we used to watch movies like, um, A Bridge Too Far. Bridge over River Quiet. Yeah, back uh, all of those old dirty dozen. The old John Wayne stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was getting into some. Obviously, Veterans Day was was yesterday as well. So I was like, I want to watch a war movie. I ended up just watching a, an episode of Band of Brothers instead. But, nice. That's which is great. Yeah, that's especially great, that first episode. It's a fantastic series. Yeah. Which one did you like better, Band of Brothers or uh, the Pacific? probably Band of Brothers, yeah. but the Pacific is really good, too. Did you watch both? Yeah, I've watched both, yeah. They're just completely different. They and are. they're completely different in tone, but I also know that that just translates to, like, they were almost, same war, but almost two completely different wars just because yeah. of where they were at in the world. Yeah. It was, yeah, I was, so many people killed themselves. So many soldiers killed themselves because of the situation in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And the the just it was just the a different area, yeah. Man, different style of fighting, yeah. That's unfortunate. They're both really well made. Yeah, well made though. I've watched Band of Brothers like four or five times through. <sighs> nice. Yeah. It said season one, and I'm like, they never. It's like it's an open and close thing. It yeah. says season one on it, but I was like, it's its own story. There's not and a seasons. The interesting thing about that is the Band of Brothers. They have like soldiers from the war, 
veterans at the beginning, like yeah. you know, talking mm-hmm. and stuff, which is really mm-hmm. cool. They don't have that in the Pacific. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't know why. I'm I'm assuming maybe it was a little harder, or maybe they just wasn't that many people alive. That could have been. There's just fewer guys to tell a story. Yeah, had to be some though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just tonal. They just wanted to do something different. Yeah. They they uh they released the trailer for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is all stop motion. Mm-hmm. That looks so. I'm down. Guillermo del Toro makes it. I'm I'm down to watch it. But an interesting thing that I read in an article post the trailer coming out was that the entire score of the movie was done with just wooden instruments to add to the aesthetic of the movie. That's pretty incredible. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I do the whole thing woodwind. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, we'll see how I feel about the animation once it once I watch it. That's going to Netflix. Oh, straight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? There was a couple hours. Did you watch any of them? Yeah, Brandon Fraser's The Whale uh, trailer. Yeah. More of a teaser, not really a... It was just him talking. Yeah. Which I did watch it. Yeah. It felt very 90s. Did the trailer feel 90s yes. to you? Yes. Like almost like a... Well, I guess 90s, early 2000s, it reminded me of like Unbreakable. Like the trailer to Unbreakable. Yeah. Just the way the words came across uh, on the screen. Yeah. Those... Get it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Again, tis the season, folks. Um, Are you going to watch it, you think? I probably will watch it. I mean, it's been talked about enough I that I think I have to. To. Um, I'm not, again. I like dramas. so it's, it's a drama, and I get it. The main character is a homosexual in this movie, and that is a part of the character. I'm not against watching those types of movies. We watched... Joe uh, Bell. Joe Bell. We watched that movie. And and I'm willing to see what happens with the characters and see what... Especially that one. That was a true story. I don't know if this is a true story or not. I don't think so. I don't think so. But human drama we can all relate to. You know, right. Especially yeah. in that. That was about bullying. Yeah. And I can completely get behind those kind of premises, even if I disagree with some of the... What I can't get behind is your bros comedies where it's just like hey i'm gonna smack you in the face with my right. agenda and you're gonna like it and if you don't it's because you're a bigot that's what i can't get behind yeah. i could watch yeah. a movie about a person that i cannot relate to personally even if i disagree with that person yeah and be like okay well you're a human being i'm a human being so i can find the elements where we can relate and then if there's a discussion that comes afterward with life choices sure guys i'm not even gonna say i was gonna say never mind Glass onion. It looks so good. You think so? Yeah, I think I'm it looks still, pretty good. I'm still on the fence. It's gonna it. be weird, but uh, it, that's the knives out one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that was that a title of a Beatles song, Glass Onion? I'm pretty sure it is. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's it's either a lyric or it's a title from one of their their. Can't remember. <laughs> One of no, their uh, to the Beatles. psychedelic. Is it paper onion? I thought it was glass onion. Okay, maybe I don't know. I'm just throwing out facts. It was probably if it was, it was probably on their Magical Mystery Tour album, which I didn't get into. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> so something drug induced. The biggest draw for me is, and not draw in a good way. Dave Batista. Why? Okay. <laughs> so in the trailer, he's standing by the pool. 
and I'm pretty sure it's a leather speedo. Why? <laughs> There's a scene, and I'm pretty sure he plays like a YouTube leather influencer. Speedo? Huh? Leather. Leather. Speedo? Le- it looks scene leather. Where he rides up on a motorcycle oh, and he gets off the motorcycle and he just has a Glock in his hand, just holding a gun. Just this is my casual Glock. I don't. Well, know. he says something about TikTok too, right? I, he's like an influencer. Yeah, That's what he plays. Glock and the <laughs> <laughs> Glock out instead of TikTok. I don't. I, I will definitely watch it because yeah. I thought the first one was good. Yeah. I just hope Ryan Johnson doesn't get too high up on his horse that, you know, don't fly too close to the sun, kind of thing. And it sounds like he is if he's putting Batista in these situations. It's got a. It's got an all star cast just like yeah. the last one did, but yeah, different cast. The aesthetic of the entire movie is completely different. It's just so funny that these films, the, the the Knives Out films, are coming out around the same time that they're doing the Murder on the Orient Express, which are very similar. Yeah. And they're... Night and day difference. Yeah. You have your big time detective, though, in both. You have your all-star cast in both. Mm-hmm. And somebody murdered somebody. But one is good and one is exactly. not. Exactly. Yes. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> I'm sorry. Murder on the Orient Express is not a good movie. Murderer on the Death on an Island is either. even worse. That being said, he did have Army Hammer though. So, John Wick Chapter Four. How pumped are we about this? I had no idea it was coming. No, nope. or that they're even planning another one. Yeah. And then I saw that a trailer came out, and I was like, I'm just not interested at this point. Have you watched any of them? At least the first two, if okay. not the last. I haven't watched any of them, so I. We watched the first two. And if they keep making them, I'm probably not going to watch any of them. Because once, once a movie gets to have so much in the franchise, I don't want to have to spend that time to get it's caught It's very up. true. The first two are really good. I like them a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed the first couple, but it, it seems like we're dragging at this point. We know? started watching the third one, Beer and I, not that long ago. We're way behind the, the curve on them because they've, they've come and gone in popularity that we have to have a resurgence for the fourth, you know. But... The third one was just a little bit too much. There was too much CGI as well. The other two were a little bit more low-budget, low low-key, doing as much you can. It was all practical. Practical, looking. and yeah. yeah. Whereas this one's like, okay, well, I could tell what you just did. There was CG, and it doesn't look good. It was like some Matrix stuff or something. I'm trying to remember. It has, there's a lot of animals in the third one. There's a lot of animal stuff, dogs. Oh, okay. and I don't think I watched the third one. The first two are good, though. I would recommend them because... Yeah, those they, are solid. They took a lot of time to build this world. A world of assassins. And it's like, okay, it's kind of the real world, but it's kind of not. It's interesting. It really is. You know, if you... And they all have the coins and... it. It's so in-depth, but yet feels realistic and grounded that it just works, you know? Yeah. So when he just goes on a rampage and then a cop shows up at his house and they're just like... You getting back in the game, John? Like, the cops know these assassins exist, and it's just like, nope, we don't touch it. That You do your <laughs> thing, we'll do ours. It's a weird, weird world, but it's really intriguing. Hmm. That was one of the first incidents where the cop shows up at his house, and it's yeah. just like, there's bodies everywhere. And the guy's just like, just another Friday night, John? And he's <laughs> like, yep. And I'm like, okay, wow. It's almost, you could correlate that to cartel or mob. Yeah, very that's true. That's how it is for them. It's yeah. like, oh, it's that guy. We'll just leave it alone. They just know it's up from the jump. Do you, th- do you think this will spark David A.R. White to make a Beckman too? I oh, hope gosh. not. <laughs> no. no. I really hope not. I don't think so. Pure Flix doesn't do a, a ton of sequels. Outside of the God's Not Dead franchise. It's true. But 
Sure, make another one. And they're making a series, I heard as well. So, who? The John Wick franchise is going to become a series as well. Oh, really? Make about a different character, but so big news of the week would obviously be Black Panther Wakanda Forever dropped. Um, I was reading the Collider report just in the Thursday opening day box office it already surpassed the original which was one of the highest grossing of all the Marvel movies anyway so the original came out with a Thursday box office and I think that accounts for Thursday was the 10th yeah. So Friday was the 11th, the official drop yeah, day. Friday was the official release day. So you're talking just the pre-release day. Mm. The original had 25 million. This one's got 28 million. So it's wow. It's just just on Thursday showing. Yeah, just on Thursday showing. That's insane. And I went on Thursday, and the theater wasn't even packed. What time did you go? There were seven. There were multiple showings though. Oh yeah. And it was in like three different screens. Yeah. I just expected to be able to elbow with people. That being said, it is a three hour movie. And that for a lot of people, that could be a negative. Yeah. You know. I wonder if they keep pushing back the Thursday showing, like the pre night showing. They'll start doing it on Wednesdays next. Like, how far back, though, can they push it before? The weekend just convolutes into again. I still don't. On yeah. I still don't completely. <laughs> it seems like we keep talking about this every week now, but I don't completely understand how you can go from like okay, it's a midnight showing because technically it's Thursday or technically it's Friday, but now you're talking about three o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. It's just another day for the box office instead of another screening, one screening. Yeah, you either label it like early showing, early day. Some theaters don't cover it that way, and they only release it on Friday. Yeah. And then you kind of get some exclusivity to that early release. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Just call it the release day. Right. That's the international numbers, though, too. So. Oh. It's all, it's all around that's the That's the grand total. Yeah, for that day. Even still, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of money, money. for that's one That's a lot day. of money. Brian Coogler's going to have to have some bodyguards going to the bank. <laughs> Cashing those checks. Cashing them checks. I like Ryan Coogler a lot, personally. I really, I think he's a very good writer and a very good director. Um, I haven't seen all of his stuff, but I've all of it I've seen, I've liked. Sequel to Wind River announced. Yeah, I saw that with the director of the Falcon Winter Soldier series. So Carrie, Carrie uh, Scogland was the director of the Falcon Winter Soldier series. She's going to direct the Wind River sequel. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, is so then is uh who is the original director on that? I'm not sure who did the first one. It's the guy that did does Yellowstone. Uh Oh. What's his name? It's a very common name. Yeah. Cuz there's another guy who has a very similar name. You're talking Yellowstone director? Yeah. He's a writer, too. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote Wind River. Such a good movie. I like that movie a yeah. lot. What is his name? Taylor Sheridan? Yeah. Sheridan. That's what it was. Yeah. I always confuse that name with, and it's just because I'm an idiot. Ty Sheridan? It's a, yeah. It's a Ty Sheridan. Yeah. Who's in the X-Men. Cyclops in the X-Men yeah. movies. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. 
Yeah, so so he's letting someone else direct. Apparently, that's crazy. I mean, he's busy anyways. He's got he's good. He's about to have three series. He's writing, directing, and producing. Golly, because they're doing Yellowstone season five starts tomorrow, which I'm super psyched about. Then the 1883, which he is a prequel to Yellowstone. They're doing another Yellowstone prequel that's going to take place in the 1960s or 40s. Tar- oh, that's also a prequel to the Duttons, and then they're doing a fourth. They're coming out. He bought the Sixes farm down in Texas as a ranch. He bought it. I can't remember how much he paid for it. He bought it like last year. And they're going to do a Sixes series, which... What is the Sixes? It's the rant name of the ranch. Oh. It's called the Four Sixes. Oh. And not, yeah, not three. three not oh. the Three Sixes. Oh. No. Had an extra one on there. Yeah. Uh, but it's a legit ranch down there. And it... They mention it and stuff in the Yellowstone show. Oh, do they really? Yeah. So it's... Oh. So he's going to have like four series he's working on. Well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So he's so he I've not seen him miss on any of his episodes or series or anything yet I've seen of his. Yeah. A lot of people like him. So yeah. I mean, I've never gotten into any of them personally. I told Vera I want to try to watch Yellowstone, but it's just been I have to watch this or watch that or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Last week we had the Aaron Paul news. Right, changing his changing his name to Aaron Paul, which is the weirdest. Like, just he's always been known as Aaron Paul to me, and then yeah. to realize it was never that, but now it is that. It's like this is shocking, but it changes nothing. Like, <laughs> yes. What is the point? Okay, sure. And like, it should be something that slightly breaks my trust in you, but yet it doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's like, just on brand. Imagine if you and I've been friends our entire lives, and then after twenty years, I'm like, but this isn't my real name. Like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You would be upset about that, That's but for this, it's just weird. Wait, is your real name Jesse Pinkman? <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I just saw an article the other day, and this is a real thing. This is a real thing. Rain Wilson, he's Dwight from The Office, mm-hmm. changed his name to Rainfall Heat Wave Rising Sea Levels Wilson, <laughs> all to get aboard <clears throat> with the climate change. And he's a huge proponent of like global warming and all this him and Leonardo DiCaprio, these guys all travel in the same herd. That's ridiculous. I can't see. Are you just trying to be relevant is what I'm asking. Kind of sounds like it. No, I, I honestly think these people do believe this. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. I think, I mean, rain's pretty out there. If you see, heard him talk, he's very stuff. liberal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, same thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. I think Leo's might be a little bit more just a well. I don't know. He's still popular though, so it, it's not a grab for him to be like to do this and be like, "I'm doing this for attention." No, but a lot of them would be like, "I'm so popular, I ha- I have to put my name on something. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on this. This is the hill I'm gonna die on, you know, and I'm gonna grow my hair and get beads and yeah, they just all want something to virtue signal about and virtue signal. Thank you. It's a good way. To uh, put it because it's true. That being said, you changing your name to that is going to do absolutely. Nothing. So, what does he want us to call him? We still call him Rain, or does he want us to call him Heatwave? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just calling Rising Sea Levels. That sounds like an engine name. <laughs> moon. That's an interesting name. Like Moon. Or what does he say in RV when he talks about his daughter's name? They. Jeff Daniels' daughter's name. He's like Moon Rainbow. 
And he goes, no, she was named after Warren Moon, <laughs> quarterback in the Houston Oilers. <laughs> he just thought it was a hippie name. Yeah. Wow. I just don't care. Yet we're talking about it, so obviously he wins. I mean, yes, we're talking about it today, 11.54 on huh? Saturday <laughs> it's morning. It's very true. Very true. We're all just not in a great state right now. <laughs> and it's not going to be relevant. clearly not going to sink into our psyche. It's very true. It's we're not going to be relevant it at all. as soon as this recording is over. <laughs> and this was a short week in terms of news. Yeah. Uh, mostly everybody's yeah. just talking about Black Panther. We're not going to get into it too much today yeah. simply because it just came out. So we want to give time people to go see it before we bring it up. Yeah, the dumb thing with like the, all the spoilers and crap, and then you and I were talking about it yesterday. <clears throat> I was telling them, I was just on some new stuff, which is just like a, pops up on my Google browser's random news stuff. It was, the headline was a giant spoiler of the end credit scene of Black Panther. So if you don't want to know, stay away from it's it like, until you watch it. haven't even searched Black Panther in the browser. Bringing up a giant spoiler to the end. That stuff should be like on the dark web. And if you want, well, that's you what have I was to... telling him because a lot of uh, people that I watch who review movies online, you know, who do it critically, are getting very frustrated by people not uh, abiding by embargoes and different things. Like, you're not allowed to talk about If you work in the industry, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're bound to not talk about it until, you know, after the release or after a certain amount of time. Yeah. But I could go watch it. Today, I did go watch it the other day, and I could just tell all the spoilers right now if I wanted to and ruin it for literally everyone. I'm not bound by anything. Everyone that listens to this podcast. Go to bed, kids. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and it's one of the bad byproducts of the internet that I hate. I love the internet for so many things. That's one of the things that I hate about it. Yeah. That being said, I did watch it. I don't want to go into any, I won't go into any spoilers, but. It's a very good movie. It's a very well-made movie. It's a, it's a, I don't want to use the word very too much. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It is obviously an all-female-led cast. The crux of the characters that you're following are, you know, Angela Bassett, who plays uh, T'Challa's mom. Mm-hmm. Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, his sister. You know, all of these characters, it's so well-written. It's so well written that, I, again, people just, I, I hate hearing people complain about there's no strong female characters because if you just write a good movie, it can work and it can work well. And there's a lot of depth to it. I think I was super impressed with it. So one of our concerns was, is it going to be really woke? Or was it woke? Can you like... The, I, I will say my concern, and we, we've talked about it on the pod before, my concern was that it was going to overshadow, obviously, Chadwick Boseman's passing, and they were kind of, to put it bluntly, kind of just take a giant dump on his grave by make by putting in the woke agenda. No, they did not do that. Okay. Some of that stuff was in there, but it was subtle, and it wasn't the point. You know, there was no scenes where she stands on his on his casket and is like, I can do this because I'm a woman. You know what I mean? Those things weren't in there. Were there a couple scenes where there was a couple jabs? Yeah, there was obviously a lot of, not a lot, but Martin Freeman's character is still called a colonizer the whole time. Like, 
because he's your token white guy in this movie. Those things, those are all still in there. And I'm just like, well, I disagree with it. I see why you're putting it in there because you're all black and you can, you can make your movie however you want. I don't have, I don't disagree with that. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but you should be able to make your movie however you want. And I'm not going to go light the Walgreens on fire because of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's put it bluntly. Uh, no. And the way they handle Chadwick Boseman or the Black Panthers passing in movie is really tasteful. It's yeah. really, really well. You can tell they cared, you know. Good. And I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a point. They always do the Marvel crawl. It's a water heater. Oh. Again. They always do the Marvel crawl, you know, and you see a lot of scenes from all the movies as you see the Marvel logo come up. They did that, but it was all just seen. It was Chadwick Boseman. All of it was Chadwick Boseman. And there's like, when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's no sound. There's no soundtrack. It's just him. And it was just like, mm. That's a cool idea. It was really, really cool. It was really cool. It's probably, and Namor, the villain, is phenomenal. It's probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's probably up there. Yeah. Definitely the best Marvel movie that's come out. In the last post like, two years. Game. Post Endgame. Game. Well, I take that back. Spider-Man No Way Home and then this one are probably equal for me. I want to watch it again, though. But it's three hours. Yeah, that's a long one. Go see it. Support movies like this because these are movies that deserve to be supported. Not Thor Love and Thunder. Boy. Have you been watching anything else? Honestly, this week has been a tough week for me watching movies, so no. I watched the first two episodes of The Sandman on Netflix, mm. which is a... It's a comic book. It's a comic, yeah, yeah. Comic series, which is interesting. I don't know the lore. I don't know the story at all. Um, I didn't know there was as much kind of witch witchy stuff in there, witchcraft stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, that's what this is. But the, obviously the Sandman character is the guy who, you know, he goes and gives you dreams or gives you nightmares or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting show. It's- Isn't that, is that the comic that's like over-sexualized? I don't know. There was one I, along that line. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's a different one. I'm not thinking of the wrong one. I thought it was the Sandman, and it's just like super over sexualized, like it's mm. really bad. Oh, I don't I, know. I've talked to people who were into it and stuff. Oh, in the past, the show ago. hasn't been bad. There's been language in it. It says like on the disclaimer, there's stuff in it. Okay. You know, like it, Netflix always does. Yeah. So it's like okay, well, I'm on guard and I'm waiting for it so I can just like skip past it. But so far, I haven't seen anything. There is there is language and stuff in it. Obviously, the the witchcraft stuff is definitely a disclaimer. But yeah. it's funny because he's about to go meet. They call her they call her Constantine. Constantine. But they call her in the show. They call her Constantine. Okay. But I think she's like an alternate reality. She's, it's like a multiverse thing. So yeah. she is Constantine, but in a different reality. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You introduce that. Ca- I know that character, you know, yeah. even if it's not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. I know the character of Constantine. So stuff like that's interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> it's weird. Again, it seems like a weird amalgamation. There's these two characters in it. And I have zero context for any of this. I'm just watching it, trying to figure out what it is. And they're called Cain and Abel. Okay. And at one point, Cain got mad at Abel and he just stabbed him with a, a pitchfork. And they buried him. 
But then Abel came back to life and he was talking to a dragon. This is so weird, like saying it all out loud. Like this is the premise of the show. He's talking to it's a like baby dragon. Fever dream. And he said, yeah, my brother, this is what my brother does. He kills me all the time. And he just buries him. But then he comes back to life. And they're just like in this perpetual cycle of him killing him. Is it like a ghost loop situation? I don't know. Does he kill him the same way every time? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to say if he does, I mean, just stop it. <laughs> but he doesn't seem like he wants to stop it. Like, that's what's weird. He likes dying and coming Able. back to life. I don't know. So he's like Bill Murray from Groundhog Day. And they definitely give it a, it's like a comic thing. Yeah. Like, it's a joke that he he kills his brother. But I'm just like, what is this show? We, we, it's we, strange. We probably won't finish it. It's not that interesting. But it was doing really well on Netflix. So I was like, I'll give it a shot and see yeah. what it's about. I am really, I, I have, I'm sorry. There is something I've been consistently watching every Wednesday. He says he doesn't watch anything. He has been too busy. What is it? I mean, movies wise, I haven't been watching movies. Okay. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers on Disney Plus. You guys need to go and watch it. For the what series? It, dude, yeah, the series is, it, season two is really good. It's got Josh Duhamel in it. It's, I don't know. It's You said the first season is The bad. first season, it's not great. The first season's not great. The second season's not great. But for whatever reason, I'm enjoying this. I'm loving it every week. Go watch it. It's how got mu- Josh Duhamel in it. How much did Disney pay you to say this? Because you're hashtag sponsor hashtag yeah you're in the pocket of Big Disney because <laughs> Big Disney <laughs> because a month ago you were pretty much trashing the Mighty Duck series it was burial yeah yeah it was, it's it was I, bad reviews it. that's not, the one with the Gilmore Girls woman yeah she's bad something Graham but, uh, what's her name Graham 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 her last name is Graham. Elizabeth Graham no Caitlin Graham no somebody's Graham <laughs> Megan maybe I don't know I have no idea anyways. It's got Josh Duhamel in it. I mean, yeah, I like him. There's one called Fire with Fire. That's a good movie. It's got Bruce Willis, Josh Duhamel, and uh, Rosario Dawson. He plays a firefighter. That's a good movie. Anyways. Huh. Let's, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we been watching? I watched something else. I saw there's another season. Do you remember The Mole? Yeah. They put a new season of The Mole on Netflix. Really? So you can go watch that original season from the early 2000s with Anderson Cooper. Is he hosting the new No, season? Oh, it's a different woman. Darn. I turned on the very first episode. It's a different woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. It's Anderson a Cooper, new woman. Who is a woman. Um, <laughs> it's a woman. But who? Who? what is a woman? Um, <laughs> let's be honest. What was I saying? I was watching him. We turned on the very first episode with Vera and she's like, what is this? And I was trying to explain the premise and she's yeah. like, I am not into this at all. I was like, we really liked the mole the first time it came out. Yeah. But it only like this two group seasons. of people. Yeah. It's like this group of people who I can't remember how you do tasks, tasks and you make money. So the group <clears throat> makes money. Kind of like there's an imposter. But the imposter is trying to drain as much money out of it as he can. And you got to try to figure out who that person is the whole time. And they like vote someone off each yeah. week. Well, you got to guess, and then yeah. everybody's yeah. So it's kind of like Amazing Race meets. But they're the, all... uh, what's the where you vote someone off the island? Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. yeah. It's just weird. I hate reality shows these days. Just suck because they're all just millennials. So the one guy, he's like, yeah, I'm an influencer, and this woman, she's like, I'm a, I'm the first black pilot from. I'm just like, you're a pilot. I can see you're a black woman. 
Your title isn't you're a black pilot. You're just a pilot. Yeah, on your job description, pilot. But it's all, it's everybody's got to be something special and not just, you know, back in the day, those guys were just like, yeah, I'm an engineer, you know, and I'm going on the mole. I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm going on the mole. But I do have one more thing that I want to bring up. And again, we've we've hit this a couple times now, but I did go out of my way. I said I was going to on the last episode, so I did it this week. I listened to the Peter Pan audiobook, the original J.M. Barry novel. Here we go. So and? I listened to it. And everything that he claimed isn't necessarily true. Necessarily. Not necessarily true. Peter Pan's not the bad guy. Is he a bad guy? He's not a very good person. So he's a bad guy. But like the premise really, and it's crazy. So I see, I saw two different premises in the book. Granted, I listened to it. And I didn't like the audiobook because every chapter was narrated by a different person. Oh. It was really weird and I was just like that no. is a strange way to do it. Yeah, and the I really like like you just get used to the voice of the the woman who did the chapter one and I was like, okay, I'm just I'm in. I'm in for yeah. the long haul. It's like a four four hours and fifty minute audiobook. Oh, that's super Chapter small. two starts. <laughs> chapter two starts and it's this guy. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to him. I was just listening to her. And then some of them had accents and it was a little bit harder to understand. You know, you get some thick British accents or I was just like, Those are the best ones. You get a good British accent audiobook. Anyways. That's all I want to listen to. Premise number one. In the book, like, everybody believes in their own Neverland. So, like, Darling was teaching Wendy and the boys, John and Michael. Like, they Neverland was a thing they believed in. But it was like a dream state. So, like, well, in my Neverland, I'm the king of this place and I have a whole bunch and she's like well in my Neverland I have a, a pet wolf and different things so it's like the concepts of if your dreams became reality they'd be nightmares you know what I mean because then they all went to Neverland and the good things that they dreamed about were at were there but there's also a ton of bloodshed <laughs> there's also all kinds of stuff in real Neverland real fake so how do they Neverland. get to Neverland same way in the book, Peter came and sprinkled fairy dust on him and they flew to Neverland. But he's also a psychopath. Peter Pan's a psychopath. So he, all the Lost Boys are all dead though, right? No. No, they're real. How he explains it is, it's like, okay, if boys, it's boys who fall out of their cribs and then get taken. My dad. Oh, okay. It's boys who fall out of their cribs and get taken. And Wendy's like, well, why aren't there any lost girls? And he goes, well, girls are smart enough to not fall out of their cribs, so it's always lost boys. But what happens is, to keep his fantasy going, Peter Pan, he doesn't grow up, but the lost boys do. And once they start getting too old to believe Peter's fantasies, he kills them. So he kills the ones that phase out of being lost boys. And he's cold-blooded about it. But even he's just it's like everyone in the book just goes along with whatever Peter wants the entire time, whatever make believe Peter wants. They all have to eat at Neverland. But you remember Hook, like yeah. it was always fake food. Yeah. They were just make believe. No, they all ate real food. But if Peter one day was just like, OK, but the food we're eating is fake. Everyone just had to pretend the food didn't exist. So they would just starve themselves for days until Peter was like, OK, but it's real food today. So he's like the kid. The when you're when you're a little kid, you go to some your friend a kid, friend's house, 
And he's like, this is my house, so yes, I'm in control. And that's we're exactly play the way what I it is. Play. That's it. The, the, the second thing that I took away, so the first thing that I took away was like, okay, well, if you had an opportunity to live out your dreams, you would realize that your dreams are actually nightmares because it's only fantasy and beautiful when it's up here. You know what I mean? As soon as it starts to become reality and enters into the real world, <laughs> it falls apart and is full of negative stuff. The other thing that I took away from it was like, if you live in a world where everyone tries to cater to the individual, the world just crumbles around you. Yeah. And I was like, dang, that's kind of the reality we're living in right now. We're like, okay, well, you have a fantasy that you want to believe that you are something that you aren't. And all of us try to cater to that. Yeah. Then it's just chaos. There's a scene where, and you still have the Indians and uh, um, Tiger Lily. They're all there. The pirates are there. Hook's there. The alligator with the clock in his stomach. That's all in the book. But at one point, and they all fight. Like, they're just constantly trying to fight each other and kill each other. And Peter would randomly switch sides. So, say, the Lost Boys were fighting the Indians. At any point, Peter Pan would just be like, well, I'm an Indian right now, and start fighting and trying to kill the Lost Boys. And the only way for the Lost Boys to not be killed by Peter was to be like, well, we're Indians too. So, just to go along with his make-believe. And since they were all pretending to be Indians... Even the Indians are like, well, we can't fight. You're claiming to be Indians. And the book says in detail that the only way for that fight to continue is that the Indians would say, okay, well, for this make-believe, we're Lost Boys. To, all to cater to Peter Pan, and then they would keep fighting and trying to actually kill each other. Sounds like Peter was a schizophrenic sociopath. He's, he's definitely crazy. Kind of <clears throat> master manipulator. Just insane. It blew my mind. Sounds like the liberals today. Yes. Wanting us to live out their fantasies. Yes. Yep. That's what it was. And he would just forget all the time. Anyways, I don't want to go into any more detail. I did read it. I want to listen to the Little Mermaid one now because you had said that one's not as good as the, the cartoon either. The Little Mermaid book. I've never seen the Little Mermaid or read the book. So I don't you know. You were the one that was telling me that it was like... Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was somebody well, it else. It wasn't me. Where it's like a dark, twisted... Because it was written in like the 18th century. 18th century. 1800s. What century is the 1800s? 19th century. 19th century. <clears throat> so those books were written a mm -hmm. long time ago. And they're twisted. And then Disney's like, we got to make this pretty for the kids. <laughs> I would recommend the read or the listen. That's pretty out there story. Just insanity. Yeah. I'll probably listen to it at some point. <laughs> I found it for free. I was like, I wasn't put out any. I was just listening to it at work, so. You got anything else? No. I don't. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Take it, sir. I feel like what you heard... Uh, click please like and subscribe. You can uh, check us out on Instagram. I'm at Jahaziel Good on Instagram. Jesse's over at Popcorn and Coffee. Yes, I am. Uh, Colin's over at Colin BG on Instagram. Um, share this with your friends. Also, two weeks from now, we will be announcing the winner of the Tumblr, Popcorn and Coffee Tumblr. So um, go on to YouTube and find that video, um, or we can try to put the link in this video. We there's can, there's we a way we can still put it. the link to that video yeah. on. On Instagram, we can put it on on this video. We'll keep linking the, the that video to it, but you have to comment on that video. You can't put the comment on this video. It has to be on that one. 
with whatever your favorite movie is, that puts you in the drawing for the Tumblr, which yep. is really awesome, if yes. I do say so myself. All right. That's all. That's all. Bye. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I got nothing else. Thanks, guys. Bye.